Good morning, my friends. I am in a very unique place this morning, and I wish I could share it with you. Um, I am in a town called Springfield, which is in the state of Vermont. Um, we drove up here last night in the Airstream. I decided to take my own car because I'm meeting a good friend of mine later today in Rye, New Hampshire. That's one of the great things about living in New England. Literally, you can just drive an hour or two when you're in another state with an entirely different identity, even with different scenery. Like right now, I'm in, you know, a really foresty, beautiful woods. And in a couple hours, I'm going to be near the um, shoreline. Rye, New Hampshire is right on the border, so it's it's definitely, you know, the Atlantic Ocean is right there. So really, New England is so perfect for that because you can just go from one place to the next. Anyway, a little on Vermont, which has been kind of a place that I dream of someday living here. Even actually, not even someday. I mean, if I could buy like a tiny little she shed house, I would definitely do that ASAP come up here, do my writing, and do my drawing, and my thinking, and then come back to New Haven. You know, there's a reason why uh, many, many writers and artists live and uh, continue to live in Vermont. Um, Robert Frost, Sinclair Lewis, Rudyard Kipling, John Irving, to name a few. Um, they all had homes here, small homes, and lived for a time in Vermont. It's also a place that cherishes farming. Um, you know, New England towns, quiet back roads, ski resorts, uh, dairies, pastures. These are all things that um, the Green Mountain State, as they call it, is known for. It's also known for cheese and maple syrup and it's just one of those states where you feel absolutely free. And that's what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about today is having the freedom to do what you want to do. And I think that comes with a certain amount of, I guess, self-knowledge. And also it comes with a lot of courage because when you finally discover the thing that you really want to do, or when you finally discover um, your why, your why, your karma, your intent, um, your purpose, all of those are just different synonyms for why you're here. Um, it becomes crystal clear that you need the freedom then to do that which you were called to do in whatever shape or form that is. Yesterday I did a podcast, um, not a podcast, a um, Instagram Live with a friend uh, that I've made. She was featured in The New Yorker, and I can't tell you enough about how wonderful her spirit is. Her name is Annie Trippiano. She is a Massachusetts native now living in New Mexico who's going to be ordained a priest, a Roman Catholic priest in October. And you say to yourselves, Roman Catholic priest, what? They don't ordain women. Well, believe it or not, there's over 200 and some women in the world who are ordained, ordained a priest by a bishop, I guess. Um, and she is going to be joining the ranks. And I just 
have so much admiration for trailblazers like Annie who have gone through, who have, first of all, who have heard their calling deep and who are following it with absolute conviction and courage. And knowing that she is a minority and she's also working, quote unquote, outside on the fringes of the institutional church, but nonetheless, she is doing it and she's getting support for it. And I, of course, want to support her as well. Um, for those of you who don't know, and I'm rambling a bit this morning, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I do have a theology background. I spent three years at Yale studying theology. I have a master's in divinity and was going to pursue a PhD and just decided that that life wasn't for me, um, the academic life nor the pastoral life. Um, I did one year as a chaplain in New Hampshire and lovely year, made some great friends. But again, that life and pursuing the life of ministry, quote unquote, just didn't float my boat at the end of the day. Um, I have social work in my blood. My father at one point was also in the seminary, left, spent all of his life being a children's social worker. But, you know, I tried it out and it just wasn't for me. I, I can't even tell you why, um, but it just wasn't for me. So in any case, but I have found the art world and I have found the creative world and I have felt more and more like myself. So I'm pursuing more creative endeavors and as well as dabbling a bit in the business world, as some of you know. So anyway, what I wanted to say was try to find a quiet place for yourself today, if you can, and go inward as many introverts and artists do and really sit with yourself, really examine who you are, really think about what did you like to do when you were five? if you can remember that far back? Or what did you like to do when you were younger? And say to yourself, maybe that's what I should be doing. Um, did I like to ride my bike outside? Was I a wanderer? Was I a child who spent lots of time with books? Was I a child who uh, was fascinated by movies? Was I a child who built things with their hands? Did I sit with my Lego sets for hours? Was I a child who sat at an instrument and played never-ending? You know, what sort of child was I? And if that made me happy, and if I can still close my eyes and see myself doing that, then why not do that? Why waste your time bumbling around, which I have done, but I'm, I'm happy with that. But if you know what you love, then just go for it. Do it. Enjoy it. Paint. Whatever. Draw. I'm rediscovering my love of drawing and my love of creating, and I'm creating my own children's book. And why? Because I can, and I want to, and I'm not wasting time. I'm just getting at the task. So this morning, I just want to say hello from the Green Mountain State. It's beautiful. I wish you all could see it. And I hope I've inspired you a bit to do something that'll make you bloom. Take care. See you tomorrow, guys.